Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. The Note, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave my sin. Psalm 32, verse 5. This parable teaches us the power of an apology and the freedom found in forgiveness. The Note, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. Just a simple Saturday, quite cold and filled with rain. What I'll do to fill it nags and occupies my brain. It's then I make a big mistake I really should have guessed when I asked my wife her thinking what she would suggest. Before you could say run and hide, I find that I've been tagged with several cardboard cartons and a box of hefty bags. Up the stairs at her command, with no excuse to pause it, there I stand, confronted by my bulging bedroom closet. Sounds of her instructions still cascade within my ears. Pack up all the clothes and shoes you haven't worn for years, all the other bric-a-brac you've buried in that space. Load it up as well, she plied me with a quick embrace. You're the one who asked, her knowing smile set the hook. Don't neglect the corners, and don't give me that look. Might as well get started, came my mumbling commentary, sifting through the layers like a gloomy missionary. Soon I'd filled a bag of items I no longer need. I guess this is worth doing, I reluctantly concede. Several boxes later, I'm quite proud of myself. The floor is nearly empty, and then I gaze upon the shelf. Rising to the ceiling like a Mayan pyramid, there's more here to reorganize than I already did. But seizing my momentum with a look of dedication, I steel myself to finish thinning this conglomeration. When finally I have everything in keep or donate stacks, I run to fetch a stool to check the corners in the back. Stepping up quite carefully to have a final look, I see I've missed a paperback, a small and tattered book. Dusting off the cover, it's a title that I know, something I had read and finished many years ago. This one's for the donate pile. My judgment quickly gauges. It's then I see a piece of paper wedged between the pages. Grasping and unfolding it, I smile and shake my head, move around the leaning stacks and sit upon the bed. The weight of what I'm holding, no one else could ever guess. 
a note with just these letters, S-S-I-S-I-I-S. My eyes move to a photograph of children grown and gone, and memory enfolds me like a fine, familiar song. I was a lifetime younger, just a new, inexpert dad. My son was only three or four. That day, he had been bad. As I spoke in discipline, his stubborn temper grew. He answered me in angry words, as children sometimes do. I hate you, rang between us, and his tears ran fast and hot. I worked to mask emotions that his hurtful words had brought. I'm sorry that you said that, but it doesn't change the score. Now you can sit and hate me here behind your bedroom door. I left him in that bedroom, went and walked out to the yard. Man, I find this parent thing is sometimes really hard. Looking to the starry sky, I said into the night, I'm so afraid to mess this up. Please help me do it right. Later, as the house was still, I lay upon my bed, cradling that paperback. I rested there and read. Down the hall, I heard a door, familiar creak and sway, and then the sounds of footsteps as they slowly head my way. From the corner of my eye, I see my little man tiptoeing into the room with something in his hand. Though I dearly wanted to, I didn't rise or look. I kept my full attention focused squarely on that book. He moved, advancing quietly as still as he was able, set what he was carrying upon my bedside table. Stepping back, he stood there, and I turned to meet his eyes, which darted to the nightstand where a piece of paper lies. I sat up then and faced him, reaching, took the little note, sitting there in puzzlement, confused by what he wrote. Across that simple paper with a crayon he had pressed, a line of seven letters, S-S-I-S-I-I-S. Looking to my little boy whose cheeks held shining streams, I nodded and inquired, Can you tell me what this means? Even now his answer makes me misty-eyed to tell it. I tried writing sorry, but I don't know how to spell it. I then held out my arms and he dissolved in my embrace, crawled into my lap, his tears now wet upon my face. No angry thoughts remain as any remnants now are driven. With all the love inside of me, I tell him, you're forgiven. Off my lap he slides and with a calm contented look, I slip that little note between the pages of my book. Now, all these memories later, and with this note held in my hand, I think about that moment and what it helped me understand. Those little words, I'm sorry, what potential they possess. Opening the floodgates no resentment can suppress. The magic of apology that deftly checks the bleeding, 
frees the power of forgiveness that consummates the healing. You know, it seems that wisdom is discovered where you find it. And I'm convinced this simple fact is how our God designed it. Opening my nightstand drawer, I placed the note and book. Just behind a row of socks, it rests within this nook. If ever, in the future, passions have me bound or blinded, I know where freedom's waiting, should I need to be reminded. Well, my closet's clean and organized, the bags and boxes filled. Time to load the trunk and car and head to the goodwill. A touch from my Redeemer and a chore out of the way. Not too bad an outcome for a rainy Saturday. The words, I'm sorry, may be among the most powerful in the English language, and at times the most difficult to say. There is humility and vulnerability in these words, and in our human relationships, always the risk that they will not be accepted. Yet, it is these very elements that make them so powerful. In the same way that our honest confession to God brings about His grace and forgiveness, so too can a sincere apology bring healing and wholeness in our relationship with others. The release of pride is the greatest step toward reconciliation and restoration, both with God and man. The words, I'm sorry, set aside our pride and open the door to forgiveness. Lord, may we use them with you and each other appropriately and often. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. The Note was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Additional voice was provided by Axel Langlois. Devotional thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt. And this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, Check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes. <laughs>